Hello and welcome to another episode of BLTNT. This is Nana. Hey guys, it is me. It is Ali. Hello, this is Elle. I'm not quite sure what I am. I'm probably a robot and definitely a nerd. <laughs> All right, cool. Now with those introductions out of the way, uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. We have very, a very new and exciting topic to talk about today um, that we ran a poll on um the official uh twitter page so thank you all who participated y'all some freaks no i'm just kidding just kidding uh, but before we get into that uh, i do have some housekeeping there so there, i'm gonna just try to run through it as fast as i can um so ab studios uh from vietnam has announced that they are releasing three new vl titles for 2022 um melody in me uh, is a music music themed VL. They didn't quite say musical, but they said music themed. Um, that's coming out in June or July. Uh, then there's a series called The Letters, and that one has no uh, air date, time, or you know month. Um, and then the third one is Rin. Uh, they said at the end of 2022. Uh, the premiere of Not Me happened on Sunday um, with Off-Gun, Off-Gun mod and Singh. Gen Y is stated, slated for the end of this year uh, to premiere. Uh, there's a Korean BL that was released from Strongberry. Uh, it's a pay-per-view. Um, for from you can purchase that on Vimo, Vimo, uh, and it's called Between Complete and Incomplete. Um, let's see. Oh, My Love Mixed Up from Japan is now available on Viki for with full subs, um, and also My Beautiful Man is there as well. A uh, new Korean BL Behind Cut set to premiere on December twenty eighth. Um, a new platform called Heavenly. Um, it is, when I downloaded, it was still in the beta, so I'm not sure if it'll be ready, but I mean, sure, they said it should be ready by the 28th. I'm not sure about subs either, um, but hopefully they'll get that situated. And uh, Nine Na Production, uh, which is the same studio that produced Checkout, um, is also having a new project called I... Amandao Jinja, sorry if I am for sure I messed all that up, um, but it's a collaboration with uh, Japan. And also, um, there's a gay reality series called, it's in the same vein as The Bachelor called The Bromance. Uh, I know it's not a, a series, but I, I mentioned it here because it is related. Um, and that's airing on Gagawalala. Uh, they also have a new um, BL um, called Physical Therapy, and that will be airing on January 22nd. Uh, so that is it for all the housekeeping. Um, Did you mention yeah. Paint with Love? Oh, no, I didn't. But Paint with Love is also on Gagulala. I name it Pain with Love. <laughs> this show is so slow. I don't I don't actually think so I think it's good pacing personally 
but we're not here to talk about that today. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We're not all, we're right, not. all right, let's keep on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Paint With Love, that... Yeah, so Paint With Love is going to be on Fridays. Not only Gaga Ulalala, but it's happening on Friday. So we have Not Me on Sundays. Bad Buddy, we still get it on Friday. And we have Paint With Love on Friday as well. And we have a few more coming. I know that um, Enchanti has finished filming. And the Vice Versa, which has in Jimmy and some new guy, will be st- will start filming after that. So literally, we're going into 2022 with a packed schedule. So yeah so as mana said we have a lot of things coming our way so guys just you know do what you gotta do to keep up you remember how we struggled last year that's perfectly fine all right so today what we'll be discussing today is something quite different than what we've usually done in the past um and that is you know we're re- we're, we're venturing into the world of AUs, people. AUs. Now, if you know anything about AUs, they get crazy. So today's topic is Omegaverse. Anybody know what Omegaverse is? L Mana? Well, I know a little bit about it. Um, so, so I don't a- know... <laughs> I don't know how much in detail you want to go. No, okay. So for the people who are listening who might not know what Omegaverse is, give us a quick, like a quick, a brief, like definition of it. What is Omegaverse? A, a summary of Wikipedia. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Omegaverse is a, um, what is it? Um, it's a fictional world in which um, there are three well i don't know if they're genders yeah they're sort of genders additional genders alpha beta and omega and that mimics what you would see in um, maybe wolf behaviors um so humans behaving like packs of wolves or dogs or something like that and um the dominant characteristic are the alphas, the very submissive characteristic is the omega, and then the beta are just like regular humans. Um, so at least that's the the basic structure. And I don't know, Mana, do you want to go into more detail, maybe? Like um, there's something very specific about the omegaverse that's not like the regular world. Right. So there is something very specific um, where it yes there is you know the the dominant is the alpha and, and things of that nature but it also has a, a lot to do with um pheromones like um odors not odors like it's like you're like um like you're wearing odors. all spice all day that's the scenting it's all about yeah, scenting. Scenting. Yeah, it's called scenting. <laughs> scenting out your your true yeah. mate yeah whatever. yeah yeah, also, uh, it goes into the realm of what is called M-Preg. And, and so, so while you have, like, Omegaverse and, and you know, and Sense and things of that nature, also, there's a kind of subgenre even in that genre where it's, like, men can get pregnant. Um, and that seems to be very popular uh, in the Omegaverse realm. It's very interesting. Um just given the fact that like even like regular normal childbirth sounds not pleasant so 
So, you know, male childbirth also sounds very much unpleasant. Um, but that, you know, that, that really, um, that's really the most popular uh, in the genre. Um, now, the ones that, well, the ones that I read do not include that. Um, that's not really my cup of tea. Right. But even- because that's what I was about to say. Like, Omegaverse doesn't only do MPREG. So, okay. so, all right. So, this is three different versions. This is three different definitions of Omegaverse thing. Because the Omegaverse that I know, um, it really deals with ABOs, alpha, beta, omegas. And you might have gammas. You might have um, deltas, this, that, and the third. So, the basic structure that I'm aware of, it's, it's just the weakest link in the pack or the weakest link in the book, which is usually the Omega, they tend to have um, more feminine features, um, being soft and not being able to protect themselves. You have a good a good number of Omega verses out there where Omegas have alpha-like tendencies or beta-like tendencies where they're, they're not necessarily weak. They're just Omegas. They were born as um, to be protected, they were born with special abilities. It depends on what you're reading, this and the third. So it doesn't always end in MPREG, um, sadly, because, you know, we, we love a good twist. And when I first started re- reading um, Omegaverse novels, the MPREG was a damn good twist because I'm like, if only men could get pregnant in real life, maybe there would be better health care for women. I mean... So yeah, but um, but quick question though. So so this whole topic of Omegaverse, Mana and L were really the ones that wanted to talk about. It was their idea. So because it was your idea, I just want to know from you two, what really prompted you to want to talk about Omegaverse this week? Like what was what what made you think oh you know this could be something good to share on a podcast or this might be an interesting topic this week or you know um did you see something in a bill that reminded you of omegaverse like do you see some what what is it what did you want to talk about omegaverse today who wants to go first banna i'll go first um the reason why i kind of wanted to talk about it is because one we hadn't discussed it on the podcast before and it is interesting to me um just to kind of like read this different type of manhwa or just you know wherever uh, you find it and just kind of like explore those aspects um because it is really interesting just seeing how the stories are written and just like how it kind of mirrors not real life because it doesn't but like just kind of mirrors like what people think are feminine traits what people think are masculine traits and like and you know just kind of go into that uh, a bit more and also, um, some of the stories are, are interesting and good. Um, there's, like, we can talk about just the example that I'm reading, um, but Alice can kind of also uh, jump in and, you know, think about, or not think about, but, um, you know, why they wanted to discuss Omegaverse too. This is something that, you know, don't hear, we do hear a lot about, but it's also, like, it's also being misrepresented, right? Because, like, it, and it's also kind of, like, something that people laugh about. Like, oh, do you read Omegaverse? Well, just like anything else, um, you know, there's, you know, good Omegaverse stories and there's bad Omegaverse stories. And I don't think it, it should be discriminated against. Um, so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it. For me, there's a whole bunch of things to unpack to Omegaverse. So there's the fact that it tends to... 
talk about genders, right? So you have people, um, mainly the stories that I've read are um, male, like boy love, right? So uh, it's, there are alpha, betas and omegas that are females, but they're not really, I haven't seen a lot of stories just about females or, um, or with females, like for the most part. And this is why MPREG has been prevalent for me because a lot of the stories are I boy love and therefore sometimes uh no pretty much every story I've read had um some sort of a pregnancy or fear of pregnancy but um there's this gender idea right there's the fact that our biology can control us to some extent um and as a trans person that is very much true there's this idea of gender roles so the alpha is always the protector kind of person and always very strong at least in a, in a lot of the stories not always but in a lot of stories there's the fact that it's the only place where male are allowed to be caring so they have offspring they take care of them there's this nesting behavior and um they can get pregnant so they can actually you know, know what it is. The bond that is between the two also is linked to the offspring. Pause. So there's really, I don't know. This, these are stories where I found like a lot of the time men are represented in, in respect to their offspring in a different manner than usual. Um, so I find it layers. And then it's a very sexualized world as well because you're driven by, you know, heat and rut and all this animalistic side of it um so so it's yeah it, i find that there's so many aspects to it and a lot of the time it's also considered as a bit of a guilty pleasure because it's kind of this oh you know it's we don't talk about omegaverse like it, there's this kind of i don't know why it's considered something that's not i mean may, maybe i know why because a lot of stories also have non-consensual things just because they're under that rut or that heat kind of thing, their bodies are controlled by the biology. And so they do things um, that are not consensual. Like I, there's a whole bunch of things associated with um, the universe or that, that particular narrative that I find interesting. Some aspects I think are really great and some aspects I think are really bad. <laughs> and I think that's that, like there's a lot of controversy around um that specific universe as well because of these different poles that it has like different aspects that it has. so i find it just really interesting there oh. that should be the short the short part <laughs> so i'm glad that um you mentioned guilty pleasure because that's actually one of the questions that i have um omegaverse can be problematic like i was that I was gonna go into that next it can be problematic because of the themes discussed like you said um a lot of this is non-consensual there's a lot of rape happening left right and center um like it is what it is call a spade a spade it's rape um omegas are taken can be taken advantage of by other members of their packs or by um they're the first victims or the first ones attacked in like pack wars and stuff like that they're kidnapped they're raped in some cases some of them may have special abilities so they're abused for that they're manipulated um even the people that are quote-unquote supposed to be protecting them abuse them so there's a lot of abuse um rape non-consent um 
forceful impregnation, which is, again, you know, a very interesting thing to write about. And you said specifically that it's a guilty pleasure. And that's the word I like to use. There was this, it's a sentiment that I hold, but I saw we're on uh, like an essay format, like a video essay format YouTuber did like a YouTube video about it. I didn't get the chance to watch all of it. So I'm not really sure what their point was, but the topic of that, um, that video was good queer content can be problematic or good queer content can be boring, something of that sort. Because when people want to do queer content or any content that is strays away from what's acceptable on mainstream, the request or the demand or what you usually see is that these characters are painted in these angelic lights when queer people can be bad people too bad things can happen to queer people too there can be weird there can be there can be there are broader themes that exist outside of coming out and acceptance of self that can be investigated they can be villains they can be anti-heroes they can be this they can be that but you know they only stick to one set of themes so is it a guilty pleasure because it explores that spectrum of doing full-blown queer representation or is it a guilty pleasure because of the problematic themes such as um non-con abuse stuff like that why would you say it's a guilty pleasure how does it what really makes it a guilty pleasure for you? Because a guilty, a guilty pleasure is something that you should not like. I really shouldn't like it. I have a problem with this in my everyday day-to-day life. I cannot stand this. I argue about it all the time, but it's something you hide away and do. What's the real guilty pleasure aspect of it? Um, so for, for me, I, I approached it um, mainly like as a... <laughs> As I, I heard people talk about it and talk about it in these terms or talk about how bad it was and how, like, how, uh, yeah, how problematic it was. And so I just got curious. So I really went in without a, um, without a strong opinion about it. And I don't think it's a guilty pleasure. Like I'm not, I, there are stories about AOB that I won't read um, just because the themes are too dark for me. Um, but I think I think it's an it's a it's potentially a really good way for people to explore this or to process uh, things that have happened to them or ideas of gender or power dynamics. Um, you know, some of the things that as uh, people born in female bodies can't do, right? So um, we can work through it in that universe. So so I personally don't think, I think it's a guilty pleasure in the sense that some of it, some of it is very like sexy, you know, there's a lot of sex scenes. It's a lot of like really kind of, uh, so that part is a little bit guilty pleasure because it's like, oh, it's a little porn. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with this, but that would be more like that for me. Um, but I think I think there's very strong opinions about it. Um, so that's probably why people think of it as something to feel guilty about because, you know, because 
I think people question whether or not liking something that's dark, liking something that's about abuse, liking something that's about anim about animalistic behaviors, especially for females, right? We're not really, we're always told, told to tone down um, sexuality. I was born in a female body, so I can, I feel, I feel okay talking about this as if I was still a female. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always like shut down. Like female sexuality is never, uh, is never a good thing. So at least through this, we get to have those like moments where we can experience something different, something open, something free, and even something dark. Um, but people don't like to think of themselves as liking these things, right? There's a lot of stigma associated with that. So Mana, same question to you. Is, is, um, is, Omegaverse, uh, a guilty pleasure for you. What specifically do you like about it um, that makes you come back, you know, keep going back to read these stories? Aside from the smut, let's be honest here. Aside from the smut, what, what, what is it about Omegaverse that makes you into it? Um, so I actually wasn't into it before. Um, I was actually in another um, group chat and my friends had been reading, you know, were, you know, providing me all these like different links and stuff. And I just was like, not, I just didn't take it seriously. Uh, there was this one though that I did enjoy. Um, it's called Love Shuttle. And the thing that I liked about Love Shuttle versus, I mean, yes, it is very smutty, but other than that, um, I, <laughs> I'll be honest um, but what I liked about it more was the fact that like the Omega in the story didn't look like your typical Omega like he wasn't like drawn as like super feminine he was drawn you know just like a normal dude I guess I would say um, he did kind of I guess like uh, I mentioned that his chest was a little like more like women shaped i just didn't notice that but um, okay he had my boobs um, <laughs> i mean that's a little i mean a little bit um but it was more the fact that they would talk about things um it was very like hey i want to like be in a relationship with you it was actually a sweet story like given like given outside all that all that my it was you know very like um you know they had a lot of communication in their relationship um the the, the alpha made sure that you know his, his partner was comfortable um it was just a lot of positive things that i saw in that particular um in that particular manhwa that i was reading um that i enjoyed um because it was like different from what i had heard because i had heard like a lot of bad stuff i was just like no it's not something i'm ever touching um, and then I, I gave this story a chance um, and I really just found myself enjoying um, just how sweet they were with each other. Um, you know, it wasn't like that in the beginning because it was like they were two very like stubborn men. Um, but, you know, this is uh, the way that they took care of each other um, was really nice. Okay, which actually which actually connects um Mars into what something else said earlier about men in this universe being free to show care to their partners um, without the the I don't I don't want to misquote what you said but that's that's you said something like that earlier right yeah um, right 
yeah they they're like i mean and mana mana said the same thing like they can be sweet to each other they can be caring to each other again some of it is driven by the biology like that instinct to care and to protect your omega or something like that and that bond that they have but yeah there's you know they're uh, even like this one i read that manual because they recommended it and um and that manual actually they're excited about getting married like you know this it's so i mean i know a lot of men are excited about getting married and having a partner and so on but it's so stomped down by society that you shouldn't care about these things you shouldn't be excited about having a family like you know there's still we still haven't moved on that far from some of these like very binary gender roles from the 50s so i kind of like that exploration i mean yeah well for me why i like omega verse um as a subgenre um in the whole erotic fiction you know au fan fiction written sphere is the smut it's the porn i'm sorry it is what it is um i'm not finna front i'm not gonna sit here and talk about like oh you know they're so sweet to each other i mean whatever but they fuck like unapologetically they just get to it i don't care i'm just i'm just i'm just putting that out there that's why i'm here i don't know about anybody else <laughs> um but that's why i'm here because typically you know and and i feel like well getting moving from the baser of that all to make it more logical like jokes aside you growing up reading romance novels and where you know romance novels of the past followed a specific format um back then when i was a child i wouldn't have known how problematic many of those themes were and how but also how like how like it it made me view men in terms of in in certain lights when it came to certain when it came to certain things and also um connecting it with reality and how men were in reality when i started reading omega verse and typically when i started reading fan fiction because fan fiction is predominantly a female space it's written mostly by female it's always been a predominant female space um if that makes anybody mad you know go drink some water and leave leave me alone but it is and it was so interesting for me at the time to find to find a space where women held women had the upper hand in dictating the narrative and in, and they took themselves out of the picture and they made it because there are omega verse there are omega verse novels out there that are you know heterosexual i wouldn't even call omega verse heterosexual because there's nothing really straight about it whether it's a man or a woman it's 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 a weird bunch of mess when you really get into the integrity but for me i just liked that outside of the traditional format of romance novels and how sex is usually presented and given to females here we have women writing about it in different ways and in the in my head as l said with the whole aspect of them following their baser instinct like the animalistic instinct of just needing to mate needing to protect um being the driving force behind why their initial sexual contacts with 
would um, not necessarily be the best, but then you see the care and the 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 acknowledgement of how wrong it is because regardless of you being a literal animal because most of omegaverse is is centered around mythical like creatures like werewolves vampires um nymphs this and the third you see the acknowledgement of the fact that that wasn't right what they did to their partner the genuine effort being put into correct mistakes or whatever and to build a healthy relationship and i mean some people might take that see that take as trying to make it seem better than it was or better than what it is and you know not being really blunt or honest about what it is but that's literally what it is it's literally it was literally fan fiction on a whole has always been women taking control of the narrative because have you ever read a woman that was written by a man or even a man that was written by a man yeah men are not the best authors and female authors have had to survive and thrive in only one industry but now here you come with this whole portion where they're allowed to write about sci-fi they can write about um fiction they can write about fantasy they can write about murder mystery everything they can exist outside of the romance novel sphere and i really liked that i like that whole taking control of the narrative and i liked the switch of instead of this being a woman let's just make this a man i feel like there i feel like that was just a power play in my opinion i don't have the words for it but something about it just really just made it um really just made it connect to me and like i said earlier like re- just reading from a reading with some amount of like understanding beside outside of just reading for the sake of reading it um which is i.e the smart seeing men let's take it from an mpeg perspective seeing men with the ability to get pregnant and then seeing how they're cared for while pregnant really makes you think about real life to acknowledge that if men in real life really could if, if they could see periods if they could um if they could get pregnant if they could do this if they could go through things that female bodies go through women would have better there would be better healthcare options for women um as el said because the whole um idea of having different bodily functions in this male's body which then makes them not so much of a man but also not not a man but also not a woman because they're a hybrid sort of thing there would also be better health care for people who who for trans people you, it, it, there would be better politics around how women and trans people are treated in in it, it just makes you realize a lot of things but that was the nice academic as academic as i could make it john answer i'm here because of the smut okay but that's not, okay too. I'm I think not, it's I'm like not, I'm not pretending. <laughs> I think it's it's I think it's actually really powerful to use things that people like, whether it's a guilty pleasure or it's darkness or it's themes that are kind of uncomfortable but still attractive, um, or just plain smart. Like I think it's great to use that and still weave a. Yeah, weave a story and and pass on themes and explore things. I think that's what's it's interesting, and it makes me feel powerful. 
you know because mm-hmm. like as a as a as a woman like you know as Elle mentioned earlier your sexuality is often reduced to nothingness right you're not allowed to be a sexual being this and the third but with fan fictions and with omega verses and stuff like that and and with with this this um this specific genre subgenre where people are bold enough to explore themes that we're ashamed of liking the fact that i can freely read this and i can freely like it and i can freely talk about it is a big f you to the patriarchy you know what i mean it makes me feel damn good um but yeah so that's that you know that covers that but no moving on from that topic of the conversation um how did you get into omega verse like how did you end up um discovering omega verse for me it was um Yoe has always been Omega Verse in my opinion, um, but it, that was in my um, introduction. Back when the internet wasn't as censored as it was when I was still in primary school, quite possibly still no, like in the first grade and so forth. You could find erotic novels online. I've been reading erotica ever since I was a child. Like I was literally like six or five or seven when I was talking with the computer and finding these things. So I'm, I've been introduced to these like highly, you know, sexual contents early, which unfortunately, you know, thank God the internet is a place where it is today where majority of content is censored. So no child has to be, um, exposed to certain things too early uh, or without proper super super supervision and this and the third my mother did the best that she could but she wasn't the type of policing parent she wanted us to learn technology she gave us free reign to play games to explore online this and the third her only thing was if people started talking to us we would let her know okay you know we have strangers online um but yeah so that so these erotic novels that I would find online were my actual introduction to Omega Verse. That on Waioi, ever since I was like six, seven, um, somewhere there about. But how did you guys get introduced to Omega Verse? How did you find it? Nana, do you wanna Oh sure. Um yeah, I like I said, um I was presented it. Um, by my friends, uh, I was just like, I don't think I would ever read that. Um, and then they said, oh, here's this one that I think you'd like. I think you're, you're, you, this is your, this is where you fit. And so that's when I started reading, um, that's when I started reading Love Shuttle. That's pretty much it. It's very boring. It's a very boring origin story. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) It's a quick one. It's not a boring one. It's a quick one. And what about you, Elle? How did you get into it? Um, How did you find it? Well, I... So, uh, I'm old, so I definitely did not know about this until not that long ago, because before that, I didn't have... I didn't grow up with the internet. Um, And it's not until I got into BL. So, I got into BL around the time I was questioning my gender and a whole bunch of other things. And so I kind of fell into this and then met a whole bunch of people. And through discussions, people talked about this Omega thing and how awful it was and and yuck and or and some people were like, yeah, there was like I, I got presented with um with a whole bunch of stuff about it, people's opinions, and some people liked it, some people really disliked it. Um, 
And so uh, like all good scientists, I was like, well, I need to know more about this. So I did a very deep dive too deep maybe <laughs> into Omegaverse. I started, you know, reading about it, uh, learning about the different things and how it was built and where it's coming from. And then I went on AO3 and I found a whole bunch of stories. And and some of it was um, things that I started reading and then stopped because I couldn't really go past some of the most problematic aspects. And then some stories that I also found where people actually made a point of, you know, making a, di a slightly different version um, of it. Um, that's more to my liking. Um, so again, this is not at all a judgment. Like people can like whatever they want. It's just that for me, I had to kind of go and go around and learn about it because I was curious. And so, yeah, it's not that exciting either. <laughs> okay. But. I mean, it's, it's, it's short, it's not boring. It's just a quick story. <laughs> Let me just use that one back at you. But um, yeah. like, I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned it. it. It's no problem. So I'm glad you mentioned AO3 because um, that is a platform that you can, if you guys don't know what AO3 is, it's archive of our own. I do believe it is a female run fan fiction site. It's been around since forever. I still don't know how to use it. Don't ask me how to navigate it. It's not... <laughs> listen i never really gave it a chance until recently um i've been going through it so but it is like you you can find fanfics there mile a dozen um so aside from ao3 and wattpad um mana do you know anywhere else that people can find omega verse themed books and stuff like or man manga manga manhua manhua um so there are some on like the official platforms um so i know um love shuttle uh, is on legend legend comics um so if you go on webtoon um go on webtoon tapas any of the like manhwa apps um they have like certain stories there um if you are like more about like not particularly like this type um, there's also, you could go into Barnes and Noble, um, they have different, like if you want to dip your toes in, uh, you can start with just like the wolf stories that that's like, that's like where it kind of, kind of, you know, kind of branches off, um, like, you know, where people turn into wolves and stuff and they have like packs. Um, so that's where you can find it as well. Um, if you want to go the more, like a little bit more traditional route. Um, but most of it, um, I have through like, um, legal websites so like web comics webtoons uh tapas um and lesson i don't know i'm sure if i'm pronouncing the last one right but yeah okay what i want to say is that all of the websites are legal just because all right so remember that it's a it's a fun fit and i want to be clear about something because this is also a current topic that's happening in blm right now um or it relates to it with the whole not me being based off of what is it exo um it was an exo fanfic or whatever just because something got is seven. a fanfic got seven right so just because something is a fanfic doesn't mean it is not an official body of work it doesn't mean it it, it isn't it, and it also doesn't mean it isn't an original body of work because it's a fanfic um 
and it, some fanfics don't even have to be based on anything they just fall under the category of fanfics because of how unof- they're how unofficial and the themes they are and the themes that are presented are typically found in a fanfic space in my opinion but i mean even if i base the physicality of a character off of a known person it doesn't mean that the story has anything to do with them right so when you said official platform it kind of it kind of made me think i have to include this because of what the uh, because of the conversation that's currently happening no whatpad is an official um website ao3 is an official website these are real life people um there's an next there's an next um there is a next platform that does Chinese novels, novel update. Yeah, novel update. Uh-huh. Novel update. There are some original stories on novel update as well. Um, not everything is that. Not everything on novel update is a translation of a book that was already published by an author. So they are official websites, and I want you guys to know that. Like, stop. I, I want people to stop looking at fa- at work that is classified or categorized under fanfic as being unoriginal work people sit down and they build entire universes come up with entire political structures come up with entire um family history lines this and the third they build entire universes this all of this extra stuff but you're reducing their work to as unoriginal content i'm not gonna lie when i saw that not me thing this weekend it really made me upset because oh, it didn't yeah, have anything too. it didn't have anything to do with god seven and here you are calling this woman's this woman's work blood sweat and tears copied work so so are you trying to tell me that the god seven members are in a gang they were up to some gang shit how you know that they're, they're planning a coup a les majest on the, on the korean the korean government what was happening there like stop reducing people's hard work to to nothingness because of some internal dissatisfaction and i wrote this down while Elle was talking just now F- content is allowed to exist and it doesn't all have to be unproblematic for it to be valid problematic content can exist it's fine you see it as problematic to someone else it's entertainment to someone else it's not problematic different types of contents are allowed to exist just because you don't like something and you're you're free to be vocal about not liking it but please for the love of god stop reducing people's hard work to like nothingness it really rubs me the long, wrong way and I, it's because mana mentioned the official i remember the whole not me situation because fanfics are valid okay these people are more reliable than official published authors let me tell you that oh yeah they no are... i totally i totally agree with you i didn't mean it that way i just no, i wasn't like... talking to you i was oh. talking to the listeners that <laughs> 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 was i really wasn't talking to you i was talking to the people that were listening no but yeah guys so like I think you hit on a really specific point, especially with um, Omegaverse. Um, Omegaverse is typically fan fiction or manga, manhwa, but the yaoi type, which tends to be denigrated because it's work um, predominantly by females, right? So it has that like, oh, you know, it's not worth it. It's like, it's like a 
you know, it's a hobby or whatever. It's the same as being a K-pop fan. Like, oh, they're just like 15-year-old females or something like that. And mm -hmm. you're dismissed instantly because it's viewed as something frivolous and not really worthy, right? It's not high literature. It's Omegaverse. So, so I think it also taps into that guilty pleasure or that thing that, you know, is not actually valued. But, you know, some... Some work I like more than others, for sure. But I think it it has um, it has actually a really interesting. I wasn't expecting to um, uh, to see a social commentary, a gender commentary, you know, like to find depth into something that's basically disguised as smut, as smut, or not disguised. There's no disguise. It's just smut, right? But if you kind of look past the smut, it's and 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 not just one story but multiple like the way the way the universe is built and what the themes are um i think yeah i think it's much more interesting at least as a construct it's much more interesting than people give it credit for hmm. and what people tend to forget also is that a lot of me a lot of popular um YA novels, especially YA novels that get the opportunity to become movies, they started out as fanfics. And even if that specific novel didn't start out as a fanfic, um, the writers were originally fanfic writers. Let's use The Kissing Booth, for example. When I was in high school, I remember when all of The Kissing Booth um, books were written on Wattpad, right? I remember reading it as it was as the girl was writing it and she was updating it week after, um, week after week. Sometimes, you know, two weeks would pass, three weeks would pass before you get an, a chapter update. But she wrote various different stories. It's just that that was the one that really blew up. And on Wattpad used to be the space where you could insert images of um people who would give you like inspiration or like this is who i picture when i write um this character or guys listen to this song while you read this chapter this was a vibe i was going for this has always been a thing so fanfics are valid guys they're valid bodies of work please okay moving on to the um next topic on hand where this omegaverse situation is concerned um, which you know, I think Gen Zs, Gen Zs, also I don't even like that term. Um, in modern, like in, in new age, like on TikTok especially, they they refer to this thing as submissive and breedable. Like Ooh. they will like ooey guys, like the ooey like e, e boys, um, or like e girls, some e girls as well. They would be like because they're more on the soft side it's termed as submissive and breedable babe that's that's just this new age version of omegaverse that's just you calling this person an omega yeah. but the new term is submissive and breedable i'm like okay so yeah, like, I, I, have I, I feel like i feel like that's a bit cringy for me like i could never like but like, i mean it's fine like however like people want to identify with it it's cool i just know for me when i hear that i'm just like oh yeah no it's it's a, it's a huge turn off but it's just it just goes to show you that um the evolution that things go through like nothing stays the same way forever um and also some things will always remain as they are what they're called though will will change it's just basic evolution but talking about that i want to get into something spicy with this omegaverse topic oh okay which <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> which I think Elle knows where I'm going, but let's see, let's see. Which I don't know. BL. 
has major Omega verse vibes. Mana, you go first. Oh, I don't. Um, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, okay. Um, I guess two moons too, but like one specific couple. Um, Fa and we. Yeah. Oh. A little bit. A little bit. Only because, you know, like, Yu is, um, yeah, he's just, he's just very soft. And, like, he's just very, like, please take care of me a little bit. And, like, you know, and Taiyu is, like, you know, just, he's, like, like, he's attractive. He has, like, money. Um, you know, he's very, like, alpha-ist. Okay. That's a word. It's not, but whatever. I made one. Uh, so, so them for me are like, oh, okay, I can see it. I can see it, this happening here. There probably is a lot of stories about them that way, though, now that I think about it. <laughs> I think Omegaverse is just pushing that okay, semi narrative even stronger. Like, it's like semi okay on steroids, basically, at least for me. So, a lot of BL that have very strong, like a very small, soft kind of um, person, and then a dark and brooding, tall and much larger person tend to fall into that dynamic a little bit. Not always, but at least. Mm. Yes, but the question was, which BL which is one? major? So in your opinion, like if no, knowing that, yes, BL is, you know, okay, semi, all of that good stuff. It's it's basically Omegaverse, truth be told. But which one in your opinion gives major um, Omegaverse oh. vibes? Major, massive, like there's no mistaking what this is. Like if this were like a fictional universe this quote-unquote BL bottom would be pregnant already. Like, I rest my case. Like, no arguing this. I have one, but, but Mana's gonna hate me. And then she's gonna send my blues after me. I would say it. Because if you don't say it, I'm gonna say it. And I don't have a problem saying it. Guys, I don't mean it. No, I do mean it. But, you know, don't hate me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely Harmon Dean from, um, yeah, Harmon Dean from uh, Until We Meet Again have that dynamic for me. Well, it's not, not just Farm. It, it, well, you might see Farman Dean. I actually see Win and Team. They really? give me massive Omega verse vibes. That's surprising. If, 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 if if this was a fictional universe, team would be pregnant. Yeah, I could sort of see that. I mean, he would be pregnant. <laughs> they would be a mated pair. Like if this were a fictional universe, this would probably be a vampire AU. And, 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 team, and team would be pregnant like he, he'd be pregnant 10 times over I think there's even a alternate universe I think Lazy Sheep wrote it I don't know if a fan wrote it or Lazy Sheep wrote it but in it a few years in the future Wynn is at his hotel um, that he inherited because his older brother is just a lazy piece of shit so the parents gave him that inheritance and team 
had like they have like three sons together. I think Lazy Sheep wrote an AU. They get mad Omega verse. I don't quote me. If it's not Lazy Sheep, it was probably a fan written version, but it was damn good. I'm like, yep, this this actually makes sense. Is there like when is when is an Alpha teams and Omega shit, and they would definitely exist in an Emperor universe. <laughs> I could sort of see it. Actually, I could kind of see it now too, but I just I didn't think you were gonna say them. I honestly didn't. Well, I thought you were gonna say uh, I thought you were gonna say Dean Farm too. Um, I, I don't really. Well, I don't really. The reason why I wouldn't say Dean Farm um, is because technically I don't see Farm as as an Omega or much of a submissive because most of his characteristic traits and tendencies were um, were coming from what was his the person before him in. all again um in right so most of those initial characteristics and those traits were in in my opinion with the being excessively feminine um cute this and the third farm to me as his own individual seems to be not much of an omega like still the submissive person in the pairing but definitely not they wouldn't fall under the omega verse um Subgenres, in my opinion, like ink and in and corn. What was what was um in corn? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, in, in touch and corn. In, yeah, in touch and corn. Yeah, so they would definitely be Omega verse, but because they were Dean and Farmer mirroring them from their past life, that's why I wouldn't really give them Omega verse. Like if they had to live with their spirits forever, sure, deaf Omega verse. But when they sorted out that situation and they actually their own personalities actually started seeping through somewhat, yeah, no, I don't, I wouldn't give them Omega verse in my opinion. Yeah, they're very Omega verse for me, but I, they're very <laughs> uke semi. Like they have that yeah. very. Oh yeah, I'll get them back. Yeah. And I'm, I don't mean it in a bad way it's not my favorite trope is all like it's just a preference i don't it's not my favorite thing i do like um that show um i like to like shows but also criticize them so please don't come at me <laughs> i'm nice i promise <laughs> i still like we, it <laughs> we like shows and we criticize them all the time it's fine like i'm not i don't know why people think i get upset all the time i really don't but um yeah I, one that's interesting and i think you guys might find it um surprising is uh bon and duen and i actually i sent um, um from my engineer yeah and yes um, there's this awesome ao3 uh uh AU that actually has bon at the omega he's a power bottom and it works I can so see that. Well, he's a needy little baby and it works so good. Let me tell it's you something. So good. Let me tell you something. Sorry. Like funny that L should say that because what I wanted to the next thing that the next one that I would say falls into an omega verse um that could have fall into a omega verse if written right would have been definitely wire use um would be both couples from wire use specifically um you know, with with saying with with um with saying tutor character being quote unquote the power bottom or whatever, even though technically the way saying 
um, depicted that character on screen. There was no doubt in my mind who was getting their butt blown out. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you know, you know, he could have been a power bottom or whatever. Even I really hate even, even talking about that. But let's just run with the tropes for a second. Um, but the second couple, um, what was their name again? What is it? Sci-Fi Zon. Oh, Be yeah, Sci-Fi and Zon. Let me tell you okay. something. Be careful. They could I'm be young. in Omega Verse. <laughs> they could be in Omega Verse. But Zan would not be the Omega. So, what a lot of people don't want to acknowledge because they like the whole height difference thing. They like the idea of the more aggressive partner being the bigger partner. You have a few Omega Verses. Well, I've read, I don't remember their names, no, where the submissive and the Omega was actually the one you would look at and deem the alpha. And if I had to look at it from that um, very interesting twist of a perspective, their appearing I could see in an Omegaverse with um, with Cypher being the Omega. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I don't like to admit it, but I could see that. <laughs> the, um, I think... It's, I think I like to, okay, um, sorry, my brain is going in all directions. So the story that uh, Mana talked about, uh, Love Shuttle, has an Omega that actually is mistaken for uh, an Alpha, because with Omegaverse, uh, the biology drives them, but also they have physical characteristics that tend to be like Alphas are strong and big, Omegas are tiny and femme. You know, you have that like kind of, you know, binary type gender in a world that isn't whatever. Anyway, so, um, so you have that uh, in Love Shadow, it's kind of flipped that trope on its head. Um, and, and you have a few other places like that. Like I've read one and I, uh, what was it? I can't remember quite right now, but, um, one uh, that had a character that was a strong omega. So they are very strong. They, they have different levels of strength in, in those alpha levels. You can be really strong or really weak. Um, and your physical characteristics and, you know, like whatever, your ability to bond with someone also vary depending on that. But in there, they actually had a very strong omega that basically knocked out people with their pheromones. Like it's hilarious. I think it's so funny. Um, but they have a lot of power. So it kind of flips that they're very beautiful, but they also have a lot of power. So I like that kind of flipping some of these tropes on their head that, you know, Omegas are not just weak. Like they can be also really strong. So that would fit, I think, sci-fi and Zon on that level because sci-fi is very whipped for his man. And he has that like tender care um, and Zon has like that Sundere kind of, you know, alpha thing. He's, he's insecure and he's unsure, but um, yeah, I can see it. Sorry, that was a really long, convoluted answer. That's, that's no problem. <laughs> Well, that's good. So all right, I'm going to go ahead and throw a, a couple more shows from my perspective that could have Omega Versus just to wrap up this segment before we move on to the next one. And maybe you two can jump in with your own. Um, but Tonhon Tonleti is major Omega Verse vibes like 
like let's be honest here the show was god awful and i can only imagine how much more awful the book was but like if we had to put that in our megaverse universe that would be one of those stories that were just written as a total joke but would make complete sense right um so that's tonhon uh he's coming to me cute little ghost babies running up and down um that is that would be a weird concept but yes they'd be half ghosts Well, um, it's Omegaverse. What's weird at this any, point? <laughs> anything is possible. Um, love definitely love by chance. Pete and A is 100% Omegaverse. Like, is that even a question? Um, Oxygen, the series, definitely. Uh, Oxygen has quite possibly the biggest Omegaverse vibe in this listing. And the last one, this is gonna be the most shocking. But it, I can definitely see it as an Omega verse, and a good ass one at that too. I'm gonna give L. I'm giving you one guess. Guess this one. Just one guess. Which show do you think this is? Okay, just give me a few minutes to think. Hmm. We've kind of passed by a lot. I don't know. One guess. Just throw mm-hmm. the first show that you that you think might be this. Mm-hmm. Cherry Magic. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. well, no, sorry, it's not Cherry Magic, but yes, Cherry Magic is on my list. I it was I was gonna say it after until we meet again, but then we start talking about something else. But it's not Cherry Magic. But yes, Cherry Magic is on my list. Mana, you get one guess. Um. Uh, bad buddy. Which part of Pran is an Omega? <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. Well, I mean, technically, no, it can be, but like, I don't see it. Like, he would if if Pat ever dared to get him pregnant. Before he was ready, he would cast. He would cut off his left nut sack. I promise you that. <laughs> like, but no, okay. So yes, Cherry Magic is on my list, but it's not the show that I was talking about. And yes, though, Bad Buddy technically could be an Omega verse with a very strong-willed Omega. Um, I was actually thinking Manner of Death. Oh, that's surprising. Manner of Death, Bon. Um, would make a great daddy. Yeah, he would. He would be a wonderful sight to behold while pregnant. And I just feel like Tan embodies the the the, the characteristics of a soft alpha. A soft alpha like... with a strong with a with with a strong right hand partner. I'm just gonna interrupt you just for a second. I don't think this morning I woke up was and thinking that at Imagine Tan or Bun, I can't remember which one you said, <laughs> as a beautiful pregnant man. Uh, this was not part of my plan today. And also, the, as you said this, I've been like my the wheels in my brain started turning, and I have this picture of of Tool. Is it Tool, right? Like pregnant, and I'm just like, yeah, that totally would be a very he would be a beautiful pregnant, pregnant man. <laughs> I mean, 
And let me tell you something. I'm pretty sure if somebody presented the idea to him, he would probably be done with it. He would be done. This is the same man that wants to show his ass on TV. He wants to sword fight with his dick in a TV show. Like, he, if I feel like if you said, hey, do you want to shoot a porno right now? He'd be done for it. Like, he'd be up for it. Like, Tull is a freak. He's a super freak. He's the definition of open. Like, I love him. He would be a beautiful pregnant man, though. That would be okay. Somebody write this AU. Like I'm giving y'all free (laughs) ideas here. I would reread. I would read an impreg version of Omega Verse version of Manner of Death. Imagine, imagine Tan. Imagine a pregnant bone um, dodging bullets. Hello, hello. That is not very safe. I'm sorry. I have, as a doctor, you'd know that this is not a good idea. Yeah, but then (laughs) as a person who doesn't know how to mind his own business, he already got himself into this mess. So he has to figure it out. A unique thing about Max and Tolch is that they've always, um, they've always made content. So I always split content into two things, content tailored or um, specifically marketed and targeted to a more adult leaning audience and um, content specifically tailored and marketed towards a um a more a younger audience so most bills tend to be marketed towards a younger audience max and Tull have always done um bills cater to the more adult audience um in everything that they do which i love so i would love to see them again in another series i would love to see part two of manner of death i feel like they would kill it um but yeah we st- straight a little um l any final thoughts on any last bills you think might make a good Omega verse? Actually, I have a, a, a different question. Oh, go ahead. What? Well, I mean, it, it's similar, but instead of thinking of one BL that sort of fit the genre, or at least some of the characteristics of Omega verse, what would a BL uh, TV series look like in the Omega verse? Oh, like, Jesus. is this possible? I mean, the like they could tone down the smut, you know, and make it. Oh no! But, well, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be unless for that. it's a straight up porn, right? Like, um, well, well, no. But here's the thing: Max and Tall do amazing NC scenes without it being porn, so it's not a matter yeah. of toning down the smut or taking out the smut. It's a matter of how you present the smut. Well, it. Yeah, I mean, it's still toned down compared to what you get in the manga. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's it has to be, you know, yeah, presented um, a little less uh, vividly <laughs> or graphically. I'm not sure which one. But yeah, could it be possible? Maybe maybe that's a question that we, we need to ask our, our audience. Is it possible that one day we'll get an Omegaverse TV TV show? So we're gonna ask that we're gonna ask that as a poll, guys. So you can look on the Twitter page for that, and you can vote. Um, Mana, do you have any BLs that you think present like major mega verse vibes? Just like a final two or three. Um. Yes. So um, I'm gonna say you because I'm, I'm on my blue. It doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, uh, UWMA. Um, that one. Um, two, I would, I would say two months, two, mm-hmm. and then the third one, 
I would say another watch recently. Oh, the um the love mix up. Sorry. Love mix up. Yeah. It's a Japanese. No! 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 <laughs> Wait, I don't know this BL. What is this BL? It's, uh, Ki- it's Kieta Hatsukoi. Oh, Kiete, Kieta Hatsukoi? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, oh, one... That's the one that's happening now. Yeah. 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 Oh, that people. Okay. Okay. That's why I don't know it. Because, okay. <sighs> I'm not watching it. But, oh, I've seen the clips online. Definitely. Yeah. See? No. No. I've seen the cutie in the sweater. And yeah. I see the I see I see I see the boyfriend. That's a what? that's that's an Omega, my love. What? What? No, no, no. I I strongly, completely, absolutely disagree. <laughs> okay. Well, that was but they didn't ask you. They asked me. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're doing your choice. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So I'm gonna ask these. I'm gonna ask these. Okay. So which ones do you think we should have the the um be the four that we ask on the um definitely until we meet again get rile up some my blues, um because they're really interactive. All right. So until we meet again. So the for the which BL gives major omega vibes. So Twitter polling gives you four options. So until we meet again is definitely one. Um, Kieta Hatsukoi. Yeah. I'm no. Gonna put, gotta put that one there. I'm gonna throw Manner of Death in there for a little spice. Um, what's the fourth one that you should think I should include in the um Kieta Hatsukoi is so true blue. <laughs> uh, okay, but we're just doing it as a poll. <laughs> so which which is the next one? I don't want to make it too we will obvious, fight but also, to but also I'm ignoring L right now. I don't want to make okay. it too obvious, but like how obvious I should we hurt. make it? Are you... What's it? What's the next one that we should use? Love by chance, oxygen is coming to me. Why are you my engineer? Ton Han, Cherry Magic, Two Moons to which not at Cherry Magic. Okay. Uh so I would want to say uh, Fire Tutor, but um. Uh, the Z sans Zancy whatever the, the, that fandom is intense so um well they can intensely up my engagement and kiss my black ass cause it's a discussion and I don't care fair warning <laughs> I know I know I know I know how crazy they are just me I know but um but it is what it is. It's okay. But I'm still gonna ask. Um, so I might when I when 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 we do the poll, um, we'll think about it again. Um, yeah. we'll ask the poll before the episode goes live. So at that point, we can narrow down these five options to a definite four. But I want manner of death in there to our little razzlers because people are gonna be like manner of death, Omega verse. <laughs> what okay all right and that's gonna i i want that to like cause a like discussion to happen all right so going back on track now to wrap us up and to shoot us out what are um just two last questions that i have for you guys um what type of omega verse content would you say is the best the full-blown um AU novel type where you know they're full-blown novels uh, with chapters and whole stories mangas manhwas or manhwas or cart um anime versions or live action well not live live action isn't really a thing yet so like 
you know, anime versions. Which one do you think is the best in your opinion? Um, for me, I like novels because I like really getting into a story. I don't really like mangas. I can't. I feel like personally for me, no offense to anyone else. If, if I have to sit down and look at images and read like one or two lines skipping on a page, it makes me feel like I'm at a one grade. Well, a basic school reading level, it makes me feel stupid. Like I swear to God, I've never been able to get into manga because of this one thing. My reading comprehension skills are far beyond needing images to get into a story i just i just can't it makes me feel like my it makes me feel like my brain is melting and leaking out my ears so personally for me i love the the novel versions of stories what what say you two i honestly like it being very digestible so <laughs> i actually prefer uh, the mangas because it's easier for me to like sometimes i just need like i don't know i just need pictures so like i okay. like I just like it when it's condensed so that way I could just like read it real quick like in between you know in between the things that you're doing you can just mm-hmm. pick it up real quick and just you know like sit down for like you know have a little break and then you know get back to whatever it is else you're doing um so I like those oh, okay cool fair enough fair enough uh L. I like mm, I'm a big fan of graphic novels so um, so I like that. The thing that I find uh, annoying is the amount of porn there. Like I end up just skipping whole chapters because, I mean, again, not a judgment. Like totally, if people are into it, that's totally fine. But I like the stories. So I think I probably would say more like reading a story than than the mangas just because the mangas concentrate a lot on you know them having sex all the time and so you get like maybe two-thirds of the story is them having sex and then only a third of actual character development so yeah Mm. okay 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 fair 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 enough interestingly no one has said um the animes uh which there aren't really a lot of empreg animes unless you're really looking into the deep dark web sphere of things um but yeah oh i know one and I, ooh, okay 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on to that that brings me to the next question lay out your recommend recommendations and mana pray please do tell the people about this anime omega verse uh it's called sex crystals oh damn i thought you were gonna go with something i thought you were gonna go with something yes okay sex pistols i know that one um okay. tell, tell the people about it uh so i kind of found it on accident so like i was just like looking at actually it started with gigi romantica like uh and so i was like on youtube and stuff and they were like you know how youtube like sets your algorithm like if you're watching certain things it'll just like provide you with like videos that are like it Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's like <laughs> YouTube oh. was like Madame was like oh my god YouTube what? read you Were right you that day that? <laughs> so, so like so they so it was like underneath and I was like oh what is this and I because I saw like literally the thumbnail was like one of the characters had like ears like a dog and a tail and I was just like what is this and so I clicked on it and I was just like, oh, well, this is interesting. Oh, but just let's just provide some clarification. Um, Sex Pistols, to my understanding, is not band. necessarily. Um, hello? 
there's a band called the Sex Pistols. So I was just oh, making sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, not the band. But um Sex Pistols um is not necessary. It's not an omega verse to my recollection, but it's more just uh, it just has that empreg aspect to it, but it's yeah. not necessarily it doesn't fall in the omega verse realm, but it does have the empreg. So I just wanted to squeeze in that little clarification. But yes, so Sex Pistols, uh any other recommendations? Mana, you know that YouTube might be throwing your way because you're, you know, ratting on <laughs> yourself. YouTube knows you. <laughs> oh, that's only one. Really, really, that's that is the only one. That's the only one. Any, any, any um, mangas or manhwas you want to recommend? Oh yeah, um, definitely um, Love Shuttle. Love Shuttle. Um, okay. One of the better ones. Uh, uh, yeah, and then the other one that I was reading uh, recently actually um, it was like something about illusion the, the one the one that you sent me Al what was it called illusions oh love is an illusion yeah love is an illusion I, I started liking that one um, it's like about um, that has a um, an alpha who is like in a rock band um, I like that one yeah, it starts a little bit typical, but then it kind of it kind of has some nice aspects, and definitely mostly consensual. Yeah, I'm a big person on consent, so that you know what I, I mean? just realized. Uh-huh. Mana is a major C drama fan, right? Uh-huh. We're talking about Omega verses and Empire mm-hmm. worlds and whatever. Yeah. And we forget to mention the biggest culprit <laughs> of them all. Let me tell you something. You see, priest, priest is a weird motherfucker. And you see the untamed. What? Hello? Don't the. <laughs> Are um Mo, Mo, sorry, I might be getting priests mixed up with somebody else. Um, what's that author novel novelist called? Mada, Mazao, Mao, Mao, Dao. Oh, M M T. Yeah, I know which one. Yeah, no, those are two different. Yeah, those are. Two oh no, that's the name of the book. Madao Jushi. Oh wait, I have her. I have her name here. Mao Zhang Tong That's and a lot of the Chinese stories also have these like. Transformation into animals. Yeah, that's true. Which, you know, at times can be sort of. <laughs> I mean, they're a little borderline. They're not as, like, they're not true Omegavers, but they are similitude. Right. So, definitely, The Untamed is a definite, definite, <laughs> definite Omegaverse where. Well, I mean, you know, come on, wait, wait, Jing. I mean, wait, we, wait, wait, Jing. You know, wait, Wushan. You know, he he might be a little badass or whatever, but he's definitely an omega. You can't tell me shit. I, <laughs> and Lang Wanji is 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 that alpha partner that just does not say one word, <laughs> but he will blow your back out and blow your brains out if you feel like you want to mess with his man. So like. I'm gonna say something very shocking. I still have not seen The Untamed. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. 
It's so many episodes. My God, it's like I mean, forever. Only 50 or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's 55, actually. Is it 50 or 55? 55 no, episodes of what? I mean, One hour? We... Oh, dear God. Well, I mean, to be fair, I only watched it. I watched The Untamed last year. Um, towards the end of 2020s when I got into the Untamed. Um, and I wasn't really feeling it until epi- after episode 10, which someone did already tell me um, that it's not really going to make much sense to me until after episode 10. And when you get, when you get more into it, the things in the early episodes start to make sense. It's just, a, it's just a regular um, Chinese um, wuxia um, setup. It's just long as hell, but it's long. But You're not selling like, it right now. <laughs> I, I wasn't intending to long. sell it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was actually trying to sell it. Let me stop. I'm sorry, child. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's um, it's it. I can see why it was as popular and still is as popular as it is. And given that the BLs that were, because there was no way that you could misinterpret this as anything, um, but a BL. In addition to that, was Wang Yibo's popularity as a as a K-pop um idol. So that brought this. To the attention of a different type of audience which then spread it you know it brought the hype and there was no way you it's kind of like um word of honor in the sense where there was nothing about it that screamed bromance these 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 men were in love your honor there's nothing about it that was a bromance so so there were a couple things in it that really propelled it to the level that it's at in regards to popularity the same reason why word of honor and like um killer and healer which unfortunately i still have not watched past episode one (sighs) you guys know why um and like other chinese bls would be as popular as they are because there was no as for somehow some way they passed to censorship and there was no way you could mistake these as um or take these as romances they stare at each other more than the actual heterosexual couples in the show will do. Nobody looks at somebody they don't like that much. Like, we're not that best of friends for me to want to stare into your soul like that. Please. Hello? Actually, no. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, oh my I God. Agree. I thought I lost you guys. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was thinking. Sorry. <laughs> I was listening and thinking and then I forgot to speak. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies um but now that you talk about this i think over kita hatsukoi which to me is just too cutesy to really see as omegaverse so i won't argue i'm not arguing but it's just it just doesn't fit my brain for some reason but um utsukushi carry uh my beautiful man oh yeah that feels feels a lot more like he could be like there's one hell of a sub in there so there's there's a lot more potential um at least for me okay all right cool maybe it's just because i can't see my babies like turned into a wolf pack (laughs) (laughs) my cute little baby (laughs) okay all right so basically um yeah, so it, like, okay, 
um that basically that basically sums up this whole episode like we've we've covered everything that we could possibly cover with mm-hmm. omega verse and why we like it why we don't what, what we like about it what we don't like about it um oh we didn't actually talk about what we didn't like about it okay so real quick so that we don't really take up and um so don't we don't we don't go over the time um one thing you don't like about omega verse for me that i don't like about omega verse is um as much as i'm a fan of the rough housing I am not one for, and I will never be one for, maybe because of who I am as a person, I will never be one for a weak character. It doesn't matter how, and this is just how I feel about everything across the board. I'll I'll enjoy anything. I'll be into anything. I'll read anything. I'll give anything a chance. I'll, I'll like what I like and don't like what I like, but I'll give everything a chance. The one thing I don't like is, and this, and I apply this to real life as well. It doesn't matter how submissive you are it doesn't matter how much of the of the weaker link you may be it doesn't matter how damaged or how hurt you are you can and are capable of being brave when you need to be and i am not a fan of the damsel in distress stories because i feel like before you go down you should never go down without a fight. Even if it means that you die, you take a piece of whoever it is that is attacking you with you. It doesn't matter how much of the weaker you are, you are perfectly capable of defending yourself or die trying. And that's where I stand on that. Like, if you, I mean, like, when you should play dead, you should play dead. Like, be smart about, like, your battles. But at the end of the day, you have to at least say that you tried. I don't think it's valid if you did not try. Take a piece of them with you. That's just how I feel with that. So I'm not really a fan of the whole damsel in distress, can't do anything to save my life kind of trope i mean it's a part of life it's a part of the stories and you know people are people in real life and people are people who um people are people as they are in fiction but that's just one thing i don't like um mana um i would say that but i would also say that i don't like um when it's not like i'm a really big person and it's about consent always about consent you just you ask all the time i don't care you ask if you can hug somebody. You ask if you can do anything to them. Consent is huge. And I don't like when there's not. Okay. And um, Elle? I, like, I'm a little bit the same about consent, but also sometimes it doesn't serve the story. So I'm okay with flawed character. What I don't like personally is read stories um, that are, like, full out abuse. Like, really... Um, sustained and you know I characters that are a little dubious but grow I'm I'm okay with that you know kind of but the the really full out um, toxicity I I just can't read these stories I think there's just been too much around me so I just I would like to keep my entertainment a little uh, lighter okay all right, and that basically sums up Omega versus Sasa. Any final thoughts? Oh, 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 what, what was that? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was, I was 
like, I was like, what's happening here? Okay, so, <laughs> is losing their mind. No, I was like, what the hell is happening? Okay, so are there any final thoughts? Um, I'm asking the class. Any final thoughts before we sign off for today? No, I think we, I think we, well, I think I covered, I think we covered a lot. Um, and I think we had a really good discussion about something that doesn't really get talked about that much. So I'm very happy. Okay. And L, any final thoughts? I think it's worth, um, making your own opinion about it and it's okay not to like it, but, um, maybe just get some recommendation and use AO3 has a tag system, which can be really useful when people tag correctly, where you can actually find some Omegaverse stories and pick what you like or don't like out <laughs> or pick like, well, you can either choose it or pick it out. So, um, so I think it's worthwhile checking some of these stories, you know? Okay. And my final thoughts, um, are. Be never like never be afraid of venturing into new waters. Like if you see people talk about these things um, online or whatever, if if it seems too intimidating based off how they're describing it, do what L did. Go and just research it for yourself. You never know; it might be something that you're into, or it might be something that you're not into, or you might not be into some of the stories, but you could get inspiration to who knows start writing um these stories yourself or drawing it but like never be afraid of just trying new things omegaverse is still weird to a lot of people um and it's it's a subgenre for a reason things that things stay subgenres or things are subgenres when they aren't as popular as other themes but um so you know if you've never heard of it give it a chance if you don't like it you don't like it if you do you do awesome mana sign us out Alright, well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And bye. Bye. Bye.